Good afternoon, everyone. I'm here outside our Knoxville clinic in my mobile office, also known as my car, and I'm excited to share the first of what I hope will be a series of Tennessee Eye Care podcast-type messages. On the agenda for today, just a couple of things that I'd like to discuss with all of you. First, I want to address the company's tattoo policy. Our tattoo policy is part of the employee manual that deals with public image and dress code, and it says that no tattoo should be visible. The general reason behind this is that many of our patients are a little older, and tattoos have a different cultural significance for that generation. It might be that at some point in the future we reevaluate this policy and possibly make some changes, but for now that is the policy. Something that's come to my attention recently with regard to that policy is that we've been enforcing it somewhat inconsistently. I know there are some of you who feel you've more or less been given the okay to not cover your tattoos, and I recognize this must feel like we're changing things on you. If that's frustrating, I genuinely apologize. I also know that there are others who have been pretty diligent about covering up their tattoos and maybe feel that we weren't being fair as a company in the past in how we enforced things. I apologize for those frustrations as well. And while I can't change what's happened in the past, I still have the responsibility to make the best decisions for the company going forward. If covering up your tattoos seems a little burdensome, please talk to your supervisor. It's not my intention to make exceptions to the policy, but it might be that we can assist in other ways. Thank you all for your efforts to present a professional appearance to our patients. The second thing I want to address is culture in the workplace. I don't think I can overstate how important company culture is in general and to me specifically. Creating a positive environment is the responsibility of every single Tennessee Eye team member, and it's really important for several reasons. First, none of us wants to work in a negative environment. I mean, think about this for a minute. We all spend so much time here at work with each other and with our patients. I think almost anyone would want to be in a positive environment anytime they're spending so much time somewhere. We all owe it to ourselves and to each other to do what we can to make work a positive place. The second reason for creating a positive work environment is because it will attract more of the best people to work with us. Our goal is to be an employer of choice, where the best people in our business want to work with us because our culture is so great. The last reason for focusing on a positive culture is to make our business more successful. There's an old saying in the business world that goes like this, culture eats strategy for breakfast. What this means is that your company's strategy has less to do with your success than your culture does. Companies with great strategies and crappy cultures will eventually fail, but companies that have great cultures can always succeed. Even if they don't have great strategies to begin with, their positive culture helps people be more productive. The great strategy eventually develops, and then those companies go on to succeed because they have both great strategies and great cultures. The effect of positivity is so significant that there's been a bunch of research done regarding this. I once had the opportunity to meet Dr. Kim Cameron. Dr. Cameron was a professor at the University of Michigan Business School who focused his research and teaching specifically on the effects of positivity in business. In study after study, he was able to show that companies who were positive were more successful. His research has had a profound impact on the way I do business, and I'd like to share with you something a senior bank executive once said after attending one of Dr. Cameron's courses. Quote, While I was working for a large bank, I was invited to attend an executive program at the University of Michigan. During this program, Professor Kim Cameron taught the concept of positive leadership and its heliotropic effect. He explained, 
This refers to the tendency in all living systems toward positive energy and away from negative energy. From single-cell organisms to complex human systems, everything alive has an inherent inclination toward the positive and away from the negative. Supported by a wealth of studies, he also focused on three critical components of a successful workplace culture, compassion, forgiveness, and gratitude, end quote. These three characteristics, compassion, forgiveness, and gratitude, are not normally the sorts of concepts you hear about in a business setting. However, they are probably better predictors of a company's success than almost anything else. If the team members at a physician practice like ours have compassion for each other and for their patients, if they're slow to condemn each other when there are frustrations at work and quick to forgive, and if they focus on gratitude, then the practice will have that positive culture that leads to great outcomes for their patients and success for the whole team. These are very important concepts to me, so this is definitely not the last time you're going to hear about them. These have to be key parts of our culture if we're all going to succeed. In fact, I want to invite each of you to participate in an experiment with me over the next month. I want everyone in the practice to consider making August 2021 the month where they focus on being compassionate with all other Tennessee Eye Care team members and with our patients. I'm confident that this will produce some amazing experiences and result in a better culture overall. Part of being compassionate is putting yourself in another person's place, or rather, having empathy for them. Most often, when we react to frustrations with other people, we do so from our side of the issue. But we would probably react very differently if we saw things from their side. How we see things is our perspective, also known as our paradigm. And changing that perspective is called a paradigm shift. I want to share a story about how easily we can shift our paradigm to be more empathetic if we're open to that and if we're aware of the other people we interact with. The following is from Dr. Stephen Covey, the man who wrote the famous business book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He says, I remember a mini paradigm shift I experienced one Sunday morning on a subway in New York. People were sitting quietly, some reading newspapers, some lost in thought, some resting with their eyes closed. It was a calm, peaceful scene. Then suddenly, a man and his children entered the subway car. The children were so loud and rambunctious that instantly, the whole climate changed. The man sat down next to me and closed his eyes, apparently oblivious to the situation. The children were yelling back and forth, throwing things, even grabbing people's newspapers. It was very disturbing. And yet, the man sitting next to me did nothing. It was very difficult not to feel irritated. I could not believe that he could be so insensitive as to let his children run wild like that and do nothing about it taking no responsibility at all. It was easy to see that everyone else on the subway felt irritated too. So, with what I felt like was unusual patience and restraint, I turned to him and said, Sir, your children are really disturbing a lot of people. I wonder if you couldn't control them a little more. The man lifted his gaze as if to become conscious of the situation for the first time and said softly, Oh, you're right. I guess I should do something about it. We just came from the hospital where their mother died about an hour ago. I don't know what to think, and I guess they don't know how to handle it either. Can you imagine what I felt at that moment? My paradigm shifted. Suddenly, I saw things differently. And because I saw things differently, I thought differently. I felt differently. I behaved differently. My irritation vanished. I didn't have to worry about controlling my attitude or my behavior. My heart was filled with the man's pain. Feelings of sympathy and compassion flowed freely. 
Your wife just died, I said. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me about it? What can I do to help? Everything changed in an instant. If you hear my voice crack a little bit when I tell that story, it's because it gets to me every time. I've tried to use that concept when I'm feeling frustrated over a situation. If someone is driving really slowly, when I need to get somewhere, I'll sometimes tell myself that they must be having a bad day and need to take it slow. We can also use this in dealing with coworkers or patients. Trying to see where they're at or where they're coming from helps us deal with them in a more genuine and a more compassionate way. Again, I want to invite all of you to focus on compassion for the rest of the month of August, and I would love to hear from any of you regarding what you've seen or experienced as you focus on showing compassion. So please feel free to email me if you have something you want to share. I'd even love to collect some of these stories and share them with the rest of the practice. And we can do that anonymously if there are some of you who feel shy, uh, feel shy about sharing with the rest of the team. Going even a little further, for every story you send my way, the team members involved will each be entered into a drawing for one of several Tennessee Eye Care Yeti products. For example, if you share an experience you witnessed where one of your coworkers showed great compassion for a patient, both you and that coworker would get one entry into that drawing. Or... If you want to share an experience where you had, uh, where you focused on compassion with a team member or patient and the outcome was positive as a result of that, feel free to send me that story as well and you'll get one entry into the drawing. There are no limit on numbers of entries into the drawing, by the way. And I don't want to cheapen um, the nature of these, these awesome experiences, but I think it's important for us to share them with each other that I'm willing to incentivize everyone to do so. Okay, well, I think that's plenty for this first edition of our podcast. Let me just say in closing how grateful and happy I am to have joined the Tennessee Eye Care team and to work with all of you. Our practice is doing some amazing things in our patients' lives and in the community, and it's a real privilege to be even a small part of that. Thank you all for everything you do for our patients and for each other. Have a great day and a great rest of your week.